Hello friends, this is Coach Puru and Coach Teresa. Welcome to yet another episode of the Wellness and High Performance Podcast. This episode is going to be the fourth episode in the Muscle Building Series in which we teach you how you can maximize your valuable training time in the gym if your goal is to look and feel better. So until this point and you know in the last episode we really dove deeper into maximizing every single repetition and set so that you can ultimately maximize the amount of time that you're spending in the gym. And we have spoken about the importance of using a full range of motion when you do your resistance training exercises. And last time we spoke about the importance of having a mind-muscle connection, of you know having a connection to the muscles that you're actually trying to train. And that can be a confirmation for you that you're doing things effectively. We also spoke about the fact that it's really important that every single rep in your sets looks exactly like the previous one. You know, the rep one should look exactly the same as the final rep. And the only difference being the speed at which you're lifting the weight, because as you get more and more fatigued, you should be slowing down in your sets because you are, you know, you're you're more fatigued, so the weight should move a little bit slower. And that's what we're really going to target today. We're going to be talking about how quickly should you lift when you train? And you know, why does it matter in the first place? Why is actually like pretty important when it comes to optimizing every rep and every set? We happy with that? Yeah, let's dive straight into it. So in the most simplest terms, you should always try to move the weight as quickly as possible when you're applying force. Okay, so when you're in the face of the lift, where you're like lifting something up, like I'm I'm generating force doing this bicep curl Mm -hmm. to overcome the resistance, you know, we have gravity, and then the weight of the dumbbell is pushing this way. Mm -hmm. I'm overcoming that resistance Mm -hmm. and generating force to lift the weight up, lift the weight up and lift the weight up. And then we have the other portion of the lift where I'm now lowering the weight down. I'm absorbing the load Mm -hmm. and I'm, and my biceps are yielding Mm -hmm. to allow the weight to lower down. Mm -hmm. So in general, when lifting weights, you should do it with the intention of accelerating the weight and lifting the weight as quickly as possible without losing your positioning. Because certainly if you lift too quickly, then you're going to be, you know, your positioning is going to be compromised and mm. your, your technique is going to be compromised. Mm, quality generally diminishes. Yeah, exactly right. So... I want to move the weight as quickly as possible without changing my technique. Mm -hmm. And then on the way down, I want to control the weight on the way down. So I don't want to just like drop it completely. Mm. Because again, like just dropping the weight too quickly, that's going to cause my center of mass to shift. And like now some the, the load and the tension is going to go somewhere else in the body, as opposed to the the actual tissues that I'm actually trying to train. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Cool. So can we give a couple of, of examples here you know, just to give people a better idea of what we mean, like uh, of fast on the way up? Yeah. And controlled or slow on the way down. Yeah. Okay. You mean like exercise? Yeah. Okay. So you've just explained like a bicep, In a bicep curl, curl. Here. Yeah, exactly. Because it's sometimes uh, very intuitive, sometimes a little bit less intuitive. You know, as a for instance, like on a on a lying down hamstring curl, for example, mm-hmm. when I'm lying down prone on the machine, in that instance, when I'm bringing my you know my heels closer to my butt to overcome the resistance Mm -hmm. and lift the weight up again that's when i'm generating force in my hamstrings Mm. and i'm you know that's when i'm overcoming the weight so Mm. that's when i should try to move the weight as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. and accelerate the weight on the way up and then as i'm lowering the weight down Against and my legs are, you know, straightening. Mm-hmm. That is when I should slow it down and lower it down under control. Mm. Okay. In right. the in the instance of uh, of a lat pull down, mm. when That's I'm yeah, so when my like my arms are up like this and I'm like fully fully lengthened, mm-hmm. or the same would go to for a pull up as well. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm actually pulling the weight down. Mm-hmm. And my back muscles are shortening and, again, producing force to move the weight. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm overcoming the weight. And mm-hmm. that is when I should, you know, do it with as with the intention of lifting as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm lowering the weight down, that's when I should really control it down. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've ever done pull-ups and, like, really tried to progress in the pull-ups, like... It will become very quickly apparent to you that you're not going to go up slowly unless you're like, you know, um, elite level gymnast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then, you know, you're going to be needing that bit of controlled aggression and speed to be able to pull yourself up and Mm. then lower yourself down under control. Mm, That's good. Yeah. yeah, it does get a little bit tricky like once you start playing around with machines and where your body is put in different um, positions versus gravity. Like sometimes that can be a little bit confusing for people, but mm. perhaps maybe a, a quick tip could be, okay, like when you, when you have to lift the weight up, mm. generally the weight will come off the weight stack on a machine. Yeah. And then you, if you've got a lower it back down with control you're thinking like lower it back onto the weight stack yeah with control yeah so that might be an also another like way of seeing that's a good seeing that that's a good because the, the ultimate goal here is you can actually think of it like having a having an elastic band okay mm. because yeah a muscles are they're you know a viscoelastic tissue true meaning that when you lengthen the band right you're stretching a band you're storing energy mm-hmm. in the band true and then when you're like you you release it you the that stored energy will release itself and now the band will snap this way yeah okay so when i'm lifting weights when i'm lowering the weight down under control that's when i'm like the elastic band that is your muscle is being stretched and this mm. this 
energy is being stored in your muscles. Yeah. And then when you go to lift that weight, mm-hmm. that that's when when the you know the the muscle is shortening. It's almost like it's not snapping together in the no. same way as the elastic band would be. Mm-hmm. But what you want to th- be thinking about is that when you're lowering the weight, you're loading your muscles just like you're loading that elastic, elastic band. band. Or even like a slingshot or something. Yeah, like or like a bow. Of... Yeah. Yeah, That's you're great. loading that bow. Mm-hmm. But if you're moving too quickly and you're just like letting the weight drop on the way down, mm. now chances are that your you know your center of mass is going to be moving back and forward your mm-hmm. head is going to be moving back and forward and like something else in your body is going to move mm-hmm. and when something else moves that's going to take the load off the muscles that you're trying to train True. so now you're not loading that elastic band you're that's not right. and in the you know the worst case scenario is that now instead of loading your muscles which is the goal with um, resistance training exercises you're actually loading your connective tissues yeah and that's where we start to feel yeah you some know discomfort yeah pain can be the reason exactly mm, yeah one of reason one of <laughs> yeah reasons. not that reason but don't get me wrong like resistance training one of the benefits of resistance training is that we train our connective tissues mm. like tendons joints ligaments um, bones to become more robust and stronger Mm -hmm. but in general that's not the tissue that you want to be feeling when you're lifting you want to be feeling that it's the muscle that's getting fatigued and is the limiting factor yeah and not the the connective tissues correct yeah fantastic beautiful yeah i think uh, another thing to mention here is like you know i used to be really guilty of um or the reason why I was guilty because this is how things were taught to me. Traditionally. And traditionally, yeah. And a lot of people do still follow this. A lot of people do still follow this stuff. So in particular, there's a you know, very famous strength and conditioning coach, Charles Poliquin, who was like the, the granddaddy of strength and conditioning. He was, uh, unfortunately, he's passed away, passed away a couple of years ago. But he was a very, very successful Canadian um, strength coach. And he's had something crazy like Olympic gold metal athletes in like more than 20 different sports mm. like 20 different sports mm. like that's that's a pretty that's impressive a resume him. absolutely and you know he used to have this certification program for strength coaches that was really really like it was the the thing mm. you know like 10 10 years ago even when i was getting started about mm. six years ago that was yeah. still like a really prominent thing mm-hmm. and it turns out that Charles Polygon was a really high proponent of slowing your eccentrics down quite a bit actually mm-hmm. using like a, even like a four second negative like on the on the way down you would lower the weight down for four three two one like that's a long amount of time that's a long time and then you would lift it up mm-hmm. and the this was done because the proposed mechanism was that you know when you lower the weight down under control and when you're absorbing the load in your muscles that is when you're you're causing the most of these like micro tears and damage to your muscle tissue yeah so back then it was thought that okay if we we maximally damage the muscle when we train that is beneficial because it's then going to stimulate the body to um you know 
recover and, and respond to mm. that and adapt with bigger or stronger muscles. Yes. So therefore, the idea was that we the, the really the important thing to focus on is to slow the weight down so that we can really take advantage of this lowering phase of the lift. What's nowadays kind of found is that it's, you know, as we've discussed, it's not the muscle damage is still, a, it does contribute to muscle growth, yeah. but it's the mechanical tension that's by far the most important thing to focus on and that we should try to maximize it. And the thing about mechanical tension is that the more load you apply to your muscles, you know, the more weight you're lifting, the higher the amount of mechanical tension is. Mm. And what you'll find out really quickly if you start intentionally slowing your reps down to four, three, two, one on the way down, you're gonna learn very quickly that you're gonna have to reduce the amount of weight that you can lift mm. because you're slowing it down so much. Mm-hmm. But now when you, when you, if you reduce the load, then now you're you're actually missing out on the most important variable. Mm. So it's kind of found out nowadays that no, like actually that's not the thing that you want to be focusing on. And instead, it's more important to try to lift as much weight as possible with good technique. Good technique, good mind muscle connection. Exactly, full range of motion and all these things that we've we've covered here. Yeah, exactly. So when you do that, that is when you're really maximizing your valuable time at the gym. Amazing. So to bring this home for everybody, what are some ways that we can start to put this into action? How do they know that they've found that Goldilocks point of, all right, I'm not going too fast, that I can't actually feel the muscle, I'm not really creating any any mechanical tension versus the other side of the coin where we're going too slow and we're not really in a position where we can actually you know, increase the load because we're so fatigued. Mm. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, to avoid like picking out the the fly shit from the pepper, as um, mm. Pat Davidson loves to say, I love that mm-hmm. saying. To really focus on the thing that's the most important thing here and not get like lost in the in the weeds. A really good rule of thumb here is to put it all together that we've covered in these last couple episodes. So, what's the summary of the description of how should you lift your weights and how do you know? if you're executing your reps and your sets in the most efficient manner possible. Mm. Okay, here it goes. So Teresa, today is, you know, it's a, it's the final week of your program. Yeah. So meaning that you should work pretty close to your limits. I'm ready. You're ready. Had my pomegranate juice. Fantastic. I've prescribed you to do three sets yes. of eight to 12 reps. Ooh. Yeah, and <laughs> I want one to two reps in the tank on the first set. Okay. But on the last set, I want zero reps in the tank. All right. What is what that going to look like? Doing, by the way? Um, let's say we're doing um, a lat pull down in this instance. Wonderful. Okay, fantastic. So in this instance, you know, when you do, how do you know that you're doing this perfectly? Well, the first and the last rep of every set, and then from set to set 
it's going to look exactly the same. You're going to use a full range of motion when you're going to stretch out. You're going to reach up at the top and then you're going to pull with the intention of moving the weight down as quickly as possible mm -hmm. when you're lifting it. And then you're controlling it down in about two seconds or so mm -hmm. when you're bringing the weight up. You know, mm -hmm. it's going to be like one, two, pull. One, two, pull. Pull, something mm. like that. That's going to be a really good tempo to follow if you right. wanted to have like a number for it. Beautiful. So your intention is to move the weight as quickly as possible. On the first rep of the first set, because you're very fresh, mm. the weight is actually going to move really quickly. Yes. Like super quickly. Yeah. But then on rep 8, 9 and 10, it's going to start slowing down a little bit. You're like... You know, it, t it takes you a little bit longer to pull mm. it down now because you're getting more fatigued. Yes. But it's not because you're intentionally slowing it down, it, like pulling like this. It's yes. because you're you're getting fatigued, and because of that, even though you're trying to move the weight as quickly as you can, you cannot. Due to fatigue, not Due because to fatigue. your mind is, yeah, purposefully slowing it down. Exactly. Right. And yeah. then that's going to happen within the first set. And then in the second set, you're probably going to get even closer to your limits. Mm -hmm. you, it, it's going to slow down even more. And guess what? You might not even be able to make it to 12 reps. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can only get to 11 or 10 reps. And then by the time you go into your third set, because mm -hmm. now I wanted you to work to the absolute limits in that set. Yeah. Again, the first couple reps might move pretty quickly, yes. but then towards the final reps it should be like a real struggle street to lift the weight yes. and it should move really slowly even though mm. you're trying to move it as quickly as possible and mm -hmm. if if you can achieve this while the every rep looking exactly the same meaning that you're not like your center of mass is moving around like if you were to video yourself it literally looks like a statue from like where your skull your sternum and your pelvises and then the only thing that's moving is the your arms pulling the weight as opposed to like you know your your head moving back and forth and crazy amount of momentum which is actually a really common way how, how people do that exercise yeah well, yeah i think we've all seen that we've all seen that we're yes. probably all most of us have been there that yeah, was we've probably been there. That was the yeah. the famous, um, you know, when I was in um, in a muscle camp with Ben Pakolsky, who's like the is a really really smart guy. He used to be a professional bodybuilder, and he's like the the what he calls himself. He's the uh, the grandfather of intelligent muscle building. Mm. So when he said, I, I've been to two muscle camps with him on consecutive years. The first one was in 2018 yeah and then and the second one was 2019 no 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 it was 2019 early 2019 and then early 2020 just before covid oh yeah just before covid yes 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 so in both of those seminars he said the same thing he said that before you 30 you train with train with your balls <laughs> and then after 30 you train with your brain mm. on the first year it literally, it went in through that ear and then it went out through that ear. Just like, poof. It didn't like stick. Yeah. Nothing. 
just yeah. just went and in and like, out. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. What are you talking about? Old I was man, I was twenty nothing. I was twenty six at the time, yeah. feeling fantastic, you know. Yes. And then that was that was when I was really focused on um, powerlifting training mm. and trying to get like trying to get as strong as I possibly could and yeah. like always just about like how can I lift as much weight as I possibly can. One year from that, when I went to his muscle camp again, he said the same thing. But that time, it was like, it was like, uh, it hit me. Like, Big light bulb moment. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so I'm 27 years old at the time. So does this mean that I still have to wait another three years feeling like a complete dumpster fire? Mm-hmm. How I felt from the perspective of like how much like aches and pains I had in my body. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like the amount of like, just how locked up my ribcage used yes. to be it, it wasn't fun it was like i was i was great at lifting yeah i was you were very strong i was very strong i was yeah. deadlifting the 270 sumo deadlift yeah like benching a lot deadlifting a lot squatting a lot squatting a lot yeah really strong mm. but it felt like crap yeah and then in that moment i was like hmm, what if i don't have to wait till 30 yeah, <laughs> you know what? If, what if I can? What if I can? I can start training with a little bit less balls mm. and a little bit more brains, mm, but still get you know the same result. Well, even better. Even better result. Even That's better it. result. Well, obviously the goal has shifted from for me from like purely strength. Like it's a lot more like athleticism, yeah. uh, endurance, and and conditioning involved these days. Yes. But even when doing those things, like it's a, it's a mm. lot more of uh, more brains mm. and a little bit less balls. I think a, it's a nice trade-off for you. Like I think you've really enjoyed switching into more of this athletic, still feeling really strong yeah. in your own respect, but you know, feeling so much better. I feel a million times better. Yeah. And it, all it took was that I remember one time um really thinking to myself like where do i see myself in like 10 20 years time yeah. like do i want to be able to play sport with my you know hopefully my future kids with hopefully my future grandkids do i want to be able to run mm-hmm. and like display like some level of athleticism even when i'm pretty old or do i just want to like be the best at bench pressing and move like a like a fridge for the rest of the day <laughs> and being constant pain um it was a pretty easy decision yeah Yeah. and that's how i made the decision the transition for training with less balls and with more brains and i feel like every one of us has to go through their own journey Mm -hmm. of making the mistakes yeah and it is only when you unfortunately for most people unfortunately only when you've once you've made enough of those mistakes and you've accumulated enough of those negative side effects of using too much balls and not enough brains, Mm -hmm. that is when you start changing your approach. Mm -hmm. Versus like sometimes it's actually, it's really nice to sometimes get a, get a completely blank canvas as as a client, you know, and you, you can really like build the brains into, in there train hard but also first train smart yes and then train hard absolutely and i feel like you get from point a to point b much faster absolutely 
and you give them the tools that they can have for life because at the end of the day I love to be everyone's personal trainer forever but I know that that day there's always going to be a, a last session with with a lot of our clients you know yeah. whether they move away um, whether they just feel like they've absorbed all the the tools and skills required to be able to take their training to that more independent level which is great yeah yeah ultimately you want to give them more of what they want from training and less of what they don't want from training yes 100 yeah. nice Lovely. little side tangent there but yeah. i think it was absolutely Valuable. necessary like um yeah to just once again talk about like the intelligent training um more brains not so much balls yeah <laughs> when it comes to training and that's what we're about so where can we send everybody if they're looking for more of this intelligent style training absolutely um methodology the best way to apply it in your own life is to go to coachputer.com slash app and join the coachputer training app and start following the progressive intelligent approach to resistance training and looking and feeling your best amazing fantastic thank you so much for watching and listening it would help us out a lot if you left us a rating and a review on the platform that you're consuming this information from we thank you so much in advance for you taking the time to do that if you have any friends or family members who you think would also benefit from this information it'll be absolutely awesome if you did us a favor and shared this episode with them other than that thank you so much for watching and listening i hope you have an absolutely fantastic rest of the week This is Coach Putter. Coach Teresa. Let's do this.